0: What's up, everyone? This is David, a.k.a. Reverse Long, and uh, I'm here with Anna Vaseville, and we're going to go over um, the latest short report from White Diamond Research on FCUV, which is Focus Universal, as listed on the NASDAQ. Um, Anna, a little background on Anna. Anna's an independent equities analyst. Uh, I got in contact with Anna through Twitter. Her handle, it, oh, I had it over here, but it's a uh, Value Research, uh, and she posts a lot of, you know, she's just a, an a, uh, an actual analyst that can go over the report, uh, you know, and give a from a professional's point of view. Um, FCUV is an OTC uplist stock with a with a lot of a uh, with with a paid research reports that uh, Anna's going to go over, as well as the report from um, White Diamond. So yeah, Anna, um, how are you?
1: Hi, hi, David.
0: Are you okay? Cool. So, how did you? Okay. So, do you want to tell us a little background about how you found out about FCUV, and uh, yeah, all the background.
1: Yeah, FCUV got my attention last year, around November, because what I know is that it's an app list from OTC, and it paid to promote itself. And I thought, well, and the market cap at that point was around four hundred fifty million, and I noticed that they, had, they really have no re- revenue. And it just didn't look right. What
0: are the What are the main points of the short thesis? And uh, yeah, what like what were, the, what were the red flags that got you to focus on it more?
1: Well, as uh, the, the white diamond research, they, they did an amazing job, and the one farther than I did because I didn't I, I didn't look at it that deeply. And um, but what. This company is, it's a pretty much a quantization uh, story stock. Because their whole story, and the reason that they got uplisted was because their story is about the internet of things. And in reality, uh, they're a hydroponics reseller that sells light meters and air filters. Plus, they have a home theater business uh, that they acquired uh, a while ago. To a reverse merger, and if you look at their financials, they really don't generate any revenue. They generated 1.5 revenue last year, uh, with, while burning three million uh, doing it. So they burn more cash than they actually generate. Developing developed such technology as Internet of Things, which is very complicated, than uh, many people are trying to uh, penetrate the market. They only spend $250,000 on research and development. So once you ask themselves, how 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 is this that they're going to be developing something better than anybody else have with such an expense on R&D? And they have only 13 people, I believe 13 people uh, that are working for the company, full-time and four independent contractors.
0: Wow. <laughs>
1: so... And the other thing that actually got my attention as well is that they filed the 100 million shelf in October, and it became effective. And it makes sense because according to the, to the 10K, they need to raise $20 million to keep developing their, uh, their technology. So the company is pretty much ready to raise cash, and they have to. If they're not going to do it this year, they won't have to do it next year because they're going to run out of cash eventually. And uh, their legacy business obviously is not generating enough revenues uh, to cover their their, operate, their uh, operating expenses and other expenses. So they're losing money consistently. They won't. Second, why would a company that's developing a, such a disruptive technology is not investing in that technology, but wants to keep acquiring company. Is that a possible roll-up sometime uh, or is, is that the plan to just acquiring companies and build up revenues on that? It's quite, it's quite possible because if you look at, at how um, aggressive they are in telling this story, uh, it, it might be, it's a potential roll-up, that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. So the company is focusing on on, on, on on mergers and acquisitions more than anything.
0: Gotcha. And what about the, the, the reports, the research reports that came out in the company?
1: Yeah, but the, 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 that's the the, uh, the 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 aggressive stories that they're telling is going to the paid promo. And one of them, I um, I noticed when I first uh, found the company, the company. They started promoting paid promotions in 2018, uh, right at the same time when they hired Michael Pope. Michael Pope is the CEO and chairman of Box Life Corp. BoXL BoXL yeah, is a known pump and dump. At the same time that they hired Michael Pope, they were uh, promoting box Boxel. And um, and they hired. What's interesting is that they, they hired the same promoter for both companies, which was what why the Diamond Equity Research. So, uh, for example, XUV paid nineteen thousand five hundred dollars to uh, promote their stock to Diamond Equity Research. It's, it's the same shop that Michael Pope used for Boxer. And the other promotion, which is very curious, was on Benzinga.
0: So paid article after paid article and using from Michael Michael Pope's playbook from Boxel. Yes. Michael Michael Pope was now working for FCUV. Wow, okay.
1: And they were were using the same promoter for, for both companies. Yeah. And I think that the most absurd promotion uh, came out, the one that I noticed in uh, last year in November. And uh, the report that they just issued today was is by Argus Research. And Argus Research actually made a, uh, issued a price target on FCUV of $15 last year in November. And they based it on revenue projects. So they, project, they, they, project, they projected 2 million in revenues for 2021, which FCUB missed because they only made 1.5, 45 million in 2022 and 150 million 2023. Today, they updated that report and issued a price target of $16, but they decreased the revenues to 10 million in 2022 75 in 2023 so you have to think about how is this company that only generated 1.7 million in revenue ever from their legacy business and they don't have even a prototype of any of the technology that they're promoting in all of those promotions are going to generate 10 million in revenue this year and 75 next year and why would you decrease the revenue and increase the price target it makes no sense wow. but since they're getting paid between twenty two thousand dollars thirty five thousand dollars to talk about it i guess they can get away with it but uh, it's, it's
0: it's a paid promotion basically it's
1: a paid promotion but yeah uh, it, it just it defines all logic how is this possible
0: gotcha um and okay the mastermind behind boxel so this is uh the same the playbook of boxel boxel was like i remember in 2020 it was uh going up on the on the whole coronavirus stuff about edu- it was like an educational company but it's a it was a pump and dump <laughs> and it's like on its way out now but um but yeah so the michael pope is an executive from boxel and he works now for no no, he's a he's
1: a board member
0: he's the board member
1: he's an executive of Boxo,
0: and he most likely is the the mastermind of this because Boxo had the same characteristics and the same paid promotion with the reports
1: yeah i mean they use the same shop
0: the same shop and everything (laughs) um and, okay, and the conflict of interest. You want to go over that? You mentioned to me off the off the podcast about the conflict of interest, which I found really interesting. So, you want to go over that?
1: Yeah. So, on top of the fact that they 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 tell a story that doesn't exist and they keep paying to promote this that story, the CEO has major conflict of interest because uh, he used to be a sole owner of a company called Wider Shower. And Wider Shower is the only sh- shareholder of Jin, which, who is a main supplier for AFC for, And he clearly, I guess, stepped stepped away as the only owner of Vita Shower, but he transferred that company to his wife. So in other words, what he's doing, he is paying his wife to get the product, and then he takes the product and sells it to HydroFarm to FCUV. So he's double-dipping. Anytime you have something like that, it's a major red flag because uh, the CEO shouldn't be involved in the in uh, as a related party to a supplier. That because they they won't they won't negotiate the best deals, and the fact that he gets paid from both sides is just a major conflict of interest for, especially for a company that's on NASDAQ.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that sounds like almost. Borderline illegal, or you know something that he can get away with, when the company was an OTC or a pink sheet, mm-hmm. but now it's on the Nasdaq. Like, uh, so okay, so to go over that, all right. So he used to be the sole owner of VitaShower. He yeah. transferred it to his wife, and Vitasauer subsidiary is the supplier for FCUV. Yeah, it's
1: it's the only supplier. The only
0: supplier. So right now, the only supplier of FCUV is owned by Vita Shower, which his wife is is, uh, basically the owner. And Mm -hmm. it was transferred to her from him. So it's all this trail, this dirty trail (laughs) um, that, you know, it's, it's a clear conflict of interest. You know, this is not an OTC company anymore. This is not a pink sheet. This is not a gray sheet. This is a NASDAQ listed company, um, so yeah, just major red flag there. And then it, Start to wrap it up. All right, so let's get this straight. So the C, so FCUV, um, it's a the OTC up list. It's listed on NASDAQ. I had those two paid research reports. Uh, no
1: three,
0: three paid research, research no, it's reports. It's
1: actually four by now if we count two Argus up the reports and Benzema. Wow.
0: And so, okay. So, and then they're claiming to have this revolutionary technology of the Internet of Things and the mergers and acquisitions. And they're making 1.5 million and they're missing their targets. But yet the, the paid research promotion keeps bumping up their stock price targets and future revenues or whatever. And, um, and then you have Michael Pope, the, the boxhole pump and dump specialist running his old playbook with this company and then you have the ceo former owner of vita shower which is the owner of the supplier of fcuv and hit and the ceo's wife owns that so so many things wrong over here it's just ridiculous yeah okay great so um the whole research report on on a white diamond um it should be out by now with this you know when this video comes out and you can get in contact with Anna Anna's an independent equities analyst and she's on twitter and you can get in contact with her she's very good to collaborate with and very friendly and 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 cool as you can see so with that anna thank you very much for breaking that breaking that all down to us you know so it's very it's always cool to get a, a professional's point of view yeah for sure absolutely anna well, i'll see you later i'll see you guys later thank you for tuning into the friendly bear podcast
1: Bye-bye. bye
0: bye bye so I wanted to add also on top of that, what we just covered in FCUV, um, is the Argus Research. So Argus Research, as a lot of people know, I am the guy that went to FLGC, Flora Growth Cannabis Cultivation Cultivation Facility in Bucaramanga, Colombia uh, last year. I think it was around September. But Argus Research put out a report, uh, a research of report, which was a paid pump on FLGC when it was around two dollars, and they they put no, they put it around four dollars for a seven fifty price target. Then it pumped. I went to Columbia. Uh, I saw what was going on there. They have no infrastructure to deliver all their marijuana, whatever. All that is covered in depth. I, it was all exposed. I had a, you know, a confrontation with one of the directors there uh, in person, it's all on camera. You can go see it for yourself one of my first it's one of the first videos of the of the youtube channel and the podcast because uh it was it was good material um but yeah argus was behind that and so argus has has it's it's a pump service and uh so this is this whole fcuv is is like you know these pump and dumps keep coming back in other forms so also We mentioned Anna and I mentioned the wife of the CEO, an FCUV owning uh shower And that's similar also with FLGC, Stan Barti, one of the nefarious characters of FLGC behind the whole scheme, uh, that, that has a history of doing this kind of that kind of stuff. His wife was also a major share owner of FLGC and just under the reporting requirements. So like you know they 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 like to use their their spouses, uh, for these these kind of pump and dumps. It's just a, so FCUV has very similar qualities to FLGC, which is incredible. And we all know where FLGC is right now. It, it's uh it's around two dollars on its way out. If you look at the chart, pull up the chart of F, FLGC. Uh, it's it's cool. it's it's a hell of a chart. But um, yeah, I just wanted to mention that uh, how the relationship between these pump and dumps, how we see these things over and over again, as I was the lead investigator in FLGC, I was the one that went over there. There must be about 20 videos on FLGC that you can check out for yourself. I'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening to the Friendly Bear podcast.